I'm so excited. Welcome to Feed the Sheep Podcast. This is your host, Ross Steele. As I always say, God is good all the time, and all the time, the devil is stupid. Here, I like to talk about things culture doesn't want to talk about. I talk about things to advance the gospel, to build the kingdom, and bless the world. Let's get right to it. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back, y'all. It has been uh, September 22 since we since I last uh, posted an episode, but we got... Uh, I was just praying before this and uh, with with Cam, and we got something exciting to share with y'all, and I know that I wasn't posting for a while, and I think God had purpose in it. Um, crazy story, which we'll get into it, but I got a new, uh, new, new, new man. We got a new king <laughs> yeah. here. We got a new co-host here with me for Feed the Sheep. Cam Todd, all the way from Ohio, yeah. Mansfield, O-H-I-O. Ohio. Go Buckeyes, baby. <laughs> oh, go Bucks. Jeez. Uh, I hope we don't lose freaking listeners because nah, of that. If anything, they got to listen in. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, crazy story, y'all. Uh, I'm just real briefly, we, we'll hit on it a little bit. But Cam and I met at Passion Conference 2022. Yep. In line, day one of the Benz. And we were vibing, not just him and I, but like him, his group, his friends that he was with. Was it you and Grace? It was me, Grace. And then, and then we, met, somebody. we just met some other people like in line at the time. They yeah. weren't really with us. Okay, so it was you and Grace. Yeah. Which, like your sister. Yeah. And then and it was me, Devin, Morgan. Will. Will. His girlfriend. No, Will, no, Will didn't have a girlfriend. He didn't? No. Sorry, Will. <laughs> listen to this and to Will's girlfriend. Sorry, you weren't there. Uh, yeah, uh, but but as far as that goes, we just met in line. We were vibing. We just started singing, and then I don't actually know who started it. Yeah, I think it was so we. It was Grace. Grace and I. We were just like humming along, like stomping our feet and singing with like. We met these two girls from Florida. I forget their names, but then you walked over to us and you're like, "Hey, why don't we just like." worship and we got like two worship leaders here you're talking to dev and morgan and i was like oh well grace leads worship you're like we got three worship leaders why are we not singing right now let's and then right from there we just were like all right let's get right into it we were cold it was raining it was we needed, rainy we needed to figure something out man we were and, like, yeah. and i uh i'm not a worship leader and but I, am, I love worship yeah and i am not a worship leader i also love worship uh, and i don't care i i i will I will sing. Mm. Um, now, will I, will I lead worship? Probably not. Yeah, but I will not. sing confidently. Absolutely. Uh, during <laughs> worship. So anyways, yeah, we were just vibing in line. Absolutely. Waiting to go in mm-hmm. uh, to the bends. And it was it was an impactful time. I mean, people were vibing right along with us. People all around. They oh, were joining yeah, we, in. We had a crowd. Clapping. They I were mean, trying to compete, <laughs> trying to sing louder <laughs> with more people. No, it was fun. No, it was yeah, fun. A no, lot of people joined it in. Was it, was cool. a, it was a vibe. And we actually got a clip of it maybe i can find it and just and and put it in here just the sound just right. to, i mean it's really short it's like six second clip yeah but six second clip but it was definitely like you, you can just tell from like listening to that you're like dang like these people were here it was, it was yeah. so natural so authentic it was authentic like how this podcast the is about hard to be worship today. yeah <laughs> so we literally met there that's how we met and then crazy so that was just a two-day uh instead yeah. of three-day like first, normal. Your first year out of covid yep, passion, yep. yeah yeah and we go in, we get floor seats, and then we look down, and you and Grace are right there in front of us. Right, so which we is thought, so hard to yeah. actually. We didn't plan that. No, because we were just saying by because the flood in is so Grace and I showed up to Passion, 
And Devin turns around and looks at us and he's like, are you guys trying to get to the front? And we're like, sure. He goes, well, this is the gate. We're like, we're in the right gate. We're yeah. staying. And so, of course, we vibed out there for like an hour and a half, two hours. But once the gates opened, we were like, hey, if we, we see you we again, parted. if we see you again, we'll we, see you. Like, we there's, split like the Red there's Sea. No, and the, for the odds of us, I think we were like an aisle over, an aisle up more, like, like diagonally from each other. We were probably within 15, 20 feet of each other. And we were like... One of the odds we yeah. met up again. And then I think we did and it. And then the second the day, second which day. we didn't even, we weren't we even, didn't in even line. Yeah, in line with each we other. We didn't exchange numbers. We didn't do any of that. Right. And and then the next day, which is the last day, we were like right by each other right. too. <laughs> I think we, you guys it were like one wild. aisle over. Like I just saw, I was just, walking to Goody's restroom and you're like, Cam. And I'm like, what? I was like, no way. We saw yeah. you guys and again. I, in those moments, bro, I'll be honest. Like I didn't think much of it, but I was like, I love, I like, I just like, as crazy as it sounds and kind of like David and Jonathan, we read about in scripture, like the, the best friendship that we mm. see in scripture context, right. we, like we see it, they had a deep love for each other, deep, intimate love for each other, right. non-sexual obviously, but I mean a deep love and admiration for each other. Mm. And like, as crazy as it sounds, when I like, when we, when we connected, bro, I like, I linked with you and I was like, I love this man. Right. Like <laughs> energy it, was there. It was just yes, there. And yes. I was like, I want to know who this man is. Like, right. I want to know him. And then we, you know, we ended up following each other on Instagram, on Instagram or something. Yep. You, uh, doing athletes in action. Correct. Stuff. Yep. You were doing, you hadn't started Cam's Devos yet. I had not started Cam's Devos but yet. No, you I were posting not. some things right. that I was vibing with. And like, right. we stayed connected just via Instagram. And it was so mutual, though. It was like every yeah. other week, we'd slide up on each other's story, be like, hey, love this. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. It took us like Super two, random. three months after to like, hey, let me just get your number yep. so we That's can like talk if happened. we need anything. Yeah. yeah. And then come find out. And funny enough, I was like last spring we were, I was doing feed the sheep and I was like, bro, I need to get you on. I need to get you on. I need to get right. you on. We Never literally talked happened. about getting on <laughs> over the phone. You're like, I got to set up a, the, set the audio up for my phone and get you on here. It Cause I was listening happened. in and texting you. I was like, we, we got to get this set up and it never happened. We texted about it probably five, six times. Yeah. And then, and then we turn around and, uh, uh, revision, Young Adult Conference here in Indy <laughs> started for the first year. Yes. And you what and a, Grace what a, literally yes. rolled through. And and uh, up. who else? Who else? It was me, Grace, um, my friend Gracie, who plays soccer at Ball State, and my friend yeah, Nate yeah. Webb, who was my best friend yeah. at Ohio Dominican. Yeah, yeah. I told him to come because he lives in uh, Fishers. Yeah, and y'all rolled through. You came we, all the way from Ohio. All the way from Ohio. Three and, and a half hours. And I was hours. like, no shot. This actually happened. Yep. And I was like vibing with you then. Right. And I was like, I love this man. Which, <laughs> by the way... For anybody who wasn't at Revision, they were there the first night. Mm -hmm. The second day, they were late. Cam texts me, and and he texts me, and he says, uh, he's like, hey, man, I'm... It was a picture. Were, I texted you a picture. I texted you a picture. I was like, hey, funny story. I'm going to try to pull it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, Lux, while he's pulling it up, I got to tell you guys what happened. So, I I think it has something to do with my allergies to where... I don't know if it's my allergies or if something, but... I had pleurisy, which is swelling in your lung. And if you guys have ever had a, a, a injured an injured rib cage or any injury, is the oblique the right area? I, I don't, don't know. But I had swelling up in my right lung to the point where I couldn't crouch down or like take a deep breath. And the thing was, it was bothering me on and off. I thought it was a pulled muscle because I had a back day a couple of weeks ago. I was feeling really sore. I was like, I must have pulled a muscle. And then out of nowhere, we were jumping yeah. around worship. I went to sleep and woke up and I, I looked at Grace. I was like, Grace, I cannot move. Yeah. She's like, what are you talking about? 
And I was like, I, I can't move. And I called my dad. My dad's like, you got to get your appendix taken out or, oh, gosh. or something. I'm like, what? I'm like, he's like, go to the hospital right now. So I'm in the hospital and I sent Ross a picture. Yep. Whole time, Grace and I are slap happy laughing because we stayed up late last night just worshiping and talking. And then we woke up early to get to revision. And so we're off like three and a half hours of sleep, similar to how it is on Passion. <laughs> right. And we're just super slap happy and just laughing throughout this night. Like, no way we drove. We're here. That now I'm yeah, in the hospital. Literally. And then two hours later, I was released. <laughs> I was oh, like, it was so wild. <laughs> I get up on stage and I took the picture you sent me. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I took the picture, picture you sent me and I put it up on the screen. I said, hey, I hope everybody's having a great morning. I said, uh, we had a had a guy that was here yesterday. If you all saw him, Cam, uh, he sent me this picture this morning. I show it and everybody's like <gasps> freaking out. They're like, oh no. And I'm like, like, yeah, he's, uh, you know, having, you know, just super sore, having like, it hurts when he breathes, get, he's in the hospital right now, this whole thing. So we're like, we pray over you. And I tell the story because your text literally said, uh, the doctors keep asking, why are you so happy? Or like, why aren't yep. you worried right yeah. now? And, and, and your response was, you must not know my God. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and I was that's like, exactly what it was. and I remember that. And I shared that with everybody and everybody was like super excited. They were giving cheers and everything. And I was like, this guy, like the faith you have, the, the, the way you live it out, like mm. the pursuit of Jesus and his heart trying to be like him, man, it's admirable. And right. I was like, I love this man. <laughs> I want him in my life. <laughs> and then love you so much. I moved next to you. Would you go ahead and get to, yes. go ahead and get to spoilers? Sorry. So then, Spoiler. Then Cam straight up. He, him and Grace, they weren't going to the passion. We were not going to passion. Tickets were sold out. And you texted me yeah. a couple months before. Like, hey, bro. I don't even think it was a couple months, dog. It was like a it couple was, Two weeks. Well, no, no. So it was a month when you said "see oh, you at Passion," yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was like, "Hey, like, because that's how you knew to you knew to call me uh -huh. when you had extra tickets." So he's yeah, like, "Hey, bro, can't wait to see you at Passion again." You're like, "I'm not coming." I and was I was like, like "Hey, no. they sold out. Like, Grace and I are sick. Like, we were literally trying to find tickets and they sold out." Yeah. And so we were just after that, and then Ross hit me up. I want to say five days, probably five days. Yeah. Five. So this is I'm about to tell you the irony of literally everything that just happened and how God works and how. He this will, whole story is how God will, works. He will literally, it's like a chess game. You use up all your pawns to open up to the, to the well, in the sense of the queen, but obviously to the king and queen, like how everything had to align up for this to happen. So Ross hits me up and he's like, hey, uh, got some extra tickets. We'll have a extra ticket at the time. It was just one. And I'm like, oh, well, like, of course I want to go, but like, I don't want to go without Grace because I went with Grace last year. Uh, Grace, my sister, I, I, I mean, she's been in the spiritual walk with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so... I was like, I, I can't. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, well, like I'll take it, but like I, I, I feel so guilty taking this ticket. So I called Grace, and Grace is like, "What? Like, are you kidding? Like, take the ticket?" And I was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take the ticket." So whole time I was like, "Dang, I got to figure out travel." Yeah, I'm. I was going to Atlanta to see my sister. Yeah, and my dad was like, "Oh, well, I planned this last year." around the passion dates they would give us for next year, which is this year. Right. So we were going to be in a, I'm like, already. Okay. So this is awkwardly perfect. How that's aligning up, how I'll be literally five minutes away from where passion is. And now I have tickets available to me. And then what was it? And, okay. So, and then we ended up being in, in Atlanta and we ended up, Grace ended up finding a random ticket as well. So we're like, what the heck? And Grace so, literally booked a flight a day before. Yeah. And so now we're at Passion, and I see Ross again, and I'm like, hey, 
uh, what are the odds that you can give me a ride back to Indiana? Because I just found this cool Christian school called Anderson University, and I want to try to walk on and play football because I tried to walk on. I mean, I tried to play football at Alaska. I had a scholarship at, and it, it just didn't work out, which sometimes, you know, the Lord has other plans. Yeah, but right. Well, he did. Yeah, and, 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 and he did. And he was like, oh, well, what's the school? Where 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 is it? And I'm like, Anderson? And he's like, are you kidding? And I was like, oh, no, like this must be really far or like an extra trip. He's like, I'm probably 10 minutes from Anderson. And Dev looks at me. He's like, I live in Anderson. In literally five minutes. And I'm like, there is no way how I, like six days ago, I went from not knowing I was even going to Atlanta to see my sister to going to Passion to writing back in a bus full of 15 people. I had no clue who they were <laughs> Literally. writing back, visiting Anderson university, committing on the spot, uh, just because I was like, there's no way the Lord had everything lined up yeah. just for me not to come here. And this was all within six days, like five, six it days. Was, and now I live 15 minutes from Ross. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes from Ross, about five minutes from Devin. About five he minutes goes, from Devin. He goes and does his laundry over at Devin's. Yeah, I do. Go eat laundry. From, um, doll out some steaks. Go see the horses. It's it, perfect. It was absolutely crazy. We picked this man up in the middle of Atlanta with a trailer back on the back of our van, yeah. which was hard enough. And he just gets in. Nobody knows him. And he just sits in and he just gets his spot. Mm -hmm. We come back. He stays with me and my parents. And then we go see the horses the next day. Yep. Next day. Cam's, That's what sold me for real. Cam's school. mom came school, up. School. Cam's, Cam's mom <laughs> my came mom up. My mom was there. Uh, and then y'all went on the visit and you mm -hmm. text us that night. Started a group chat and said, I'm, and com the, I'm coming. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Anders, sons of Anders, God. Anders, sons of God. I said, go Ravens. I'm here. Let's go. Yeah. And then Tuesday, the next Tuesday, which that was a Friday. So mm -hmm. literally three yeah. days later, yep. you're, or four days later, you're moving into Moving Anderson. into Anderson University. And it was just wild. And I was telling Cam and I, we went to, uh, he came to my church one Sunday we went to lunch afterwards and I was kind of sharing with him and I'm going to share it with y'all. But I was like, I was basically just telling Cam, I was like, dude, like there's no coincidences. Yeah. Like I, I, there is a purpose that we connected and I don't know exactly what it is. Yet, right. But here in your heart and mm -hmm. just like connecting over right. a across a table or a phone call or like whatever. And it's not like we even have hung out all that much. Since we we been have, here. we have, we have but hung like, out in my 14 days. We've hung out once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, one day after after church and then well, I guess another day you came to my fiance's basketball game. Correct. Yeah, we did hang out there. So but I was taking pictures, so I guess we didn't really hang out. But either way, like it's just crazy. And I'm like this and I and I just keep going back and I tell I talk to I tell everybody about it. I'm like, this blows my mind right. still. Right. Like the way that God works and he continues to work. Mm hmm Like the love I had for you on the spot. Right. Like I would compare it to a David and Jonathan relationship. Absolutely. But also I can, I've always compared David and Jonathan to like Devin and I. Right. So like we may not have known each other all that long or even know that much about each other as much right now. Yeah. But as we continue to have conversations and just share on like, what are we walking through? What right. are we working through? What, what, what work is God doing within us? Right. Like where are we being corrected? Like, mm. and we're just authentic <clears throat> and I'm not going to say like we're perfect by any means, but like, but we're so willing to share. Yes. Like our, like there is no, yes, there is no, which I'm sure we'll get into that voicemail I sent you guys, but like, there's nothing held back because 
I think it was in Galatians. It's in Galatians. It tells us like to carry each other's burdens. Mm-hmm. One another. I think it was something about in the Galatians. It's kind of yeah. cool because we talked about that um, at Anderson. We have chapel, and I was just like, I I don't need the only thing I need to know about Ross and Devin is that they are my brothers in Christ, yep. and that's all I need to know in order for me to share. Because that's one thing I've struggled with is just hanging on to everything, like sin, hanging on to how I feel, like my deepest darkest thoughts. And I was like, I don't need you know I don't need any reason beyond they love the Lord just like me. And that's, that's enough in itself. And you'll see that's enough in a lot of situations, let alone sharing, let alone sharing something, but the Lord is enough in in all your situations too. So bro. And it's honestly like as men, it's so hard to be open and vulnerable. Yeah. And even women probably can relate to that because they don't want to be like left out Mm -hmm. or judged or whatever. It can go both ways. Right. But like the willingness and openness Mm. that we have to just share absolutely it, like that is a game changer because the enemy thrives in darkness and where is darkness where we're alone mm-hmm. when we're when we are taking all our thoughts and we are just keeping them within ourselves and we're not we're not sharing we're not talking mm-hmm. we're, we don't have a community to go to right and yet here we are mm-hmm. like and and honestly i don't even know what the rest of feed the sheep looks like anymore but i think it's we don't need to know but that's the thing. We don't need to. That's know. what I'm saying. Like, right. I know this is what I do know is that is that we through our salvation we are filled with the Spirit, and I don't know whether you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit or whatever I have, but like that doesn't mean like I'm above you or more spiritual than you. Right. But I do know that the Spirit's going to lead our conversations. The Spirit's going to lead our right. uh, our authenticity. The Spirit's going to be our main motivation to what is happening here. He's going to do a work within this podcast right. by using us, and we are so open and ready for it. Absolutely. And I am thrilled for what he's doing. Like, I literally, Cam was on his way here. I'm like, hey, what are we going to do? And I was like, we can do something or we can just wing it. He's like, well, let's just wing it. Let's just wing it, man. Like, you know, we'll, we're, there'll be times where we have script. You know, we'll have script. We'll talk Maybe, yeah. or we'll write down some, you know, I, I keep journals with me about verses or like yeah, yeah. things that come to my mind. And there'll be times where we talk about those, but also there are a lot of times like this where it's just so raw and authentic. Like yeah. this is, a, it's so candid as it is. Like this is it. Bro, I, I yeah, I'm just so thrilled for what, what God is going to do mm. here. And it, and it, and it's not for us. It's not for our glory. It's not for, for the increase of our fame or fortune. Right. It is solely for the fame and fortune of the one King Jesus. Right. And that's one thing that we're never going to stray from. Mm-mm. And we're going to talk about things that culture don't want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about things that most churches don't <laughs> yeah. want to talk we're about. We're going to talk about a lot of things that, that are avoided, I think. Well, just just avoided for the sense of conflict or or can contradict your inner yeah. thoughts or your, your flesh. You know, things that contradict your flesh and how your flesh and, and feeling. And, yeah. and so and we talk about these because... Like you said, not a lot of people want to talk about it. Yeah, but well, here's the thing. I, me personally, I love challenges. Right. And with that mean, I'm like, I'll take on just about any challenge, but also I love challenging people. Right. But like God has taken that and thrown it at my face. Right. (laughs) Because he challenges me almost every single day in a number of ways. In a number of ways. (laughs) So many. But like knowing like this challenge is, is orchestrated by God. Like he wants me to know something in here. Right. And I said something recently on my Facebook about, I said, I I made a post. I said, it's not, let's shift our thoughts 
And when something happens in our lives, quit asking why. Right. And let's ask God, what do you want me to know? Right. What are you trying to tell me? And I, and I, that's literally changed everything for me, dog. Like it, it is literally shifted my whole mindset because instead of me being like, man, this sucks. Why is this happening to me? Right. I'm literally saying, God, what do you want me to know? Right. And, and, and then maybe it's not immediate, but like very soon, like I'm seeing things that's like, oh, oh, okay. Right. It Thank seems you. like, it seems like right when, right when you're just like over it. Yeah. You start to see the fruit come from the yeah. season you were just in. Like it's so it's so and it's so easy to ask why. I mean, so that's, easy. That's the thing, and that's the thing is I was so wanted to talk to you about is like the scariest thing for me. Um, with this, when it comes to this generation, and the reason why sometimes I'm hesitant to go out about my faith and proclaim the gospel is because I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything, and I think people have this claim that Christians are supposed to know everything if they stump us then it's ah false your god is false like you don't know you don't know the answer or um, but like that's your biggest you knowing is also the biggest thing holding you back to god because whoa hold on i'm gonna pause you right here you knowing is what holds you back what was that what yeah you know so you knowing is is can be the biggest reason that's holding you back from god bro okay hear me out Adam and Eve. Right. Eating of the fruit. Mm-hmm. The serpent comes. Right. To eat. Yeah. God doesn't want you to eat this because it's going to give you knowledge. Mm. You're going to know good and evil. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like God. Mm. But yet in the garden is when we are closest to him in his image. Okay. Right. Right. So when you say you knowing, okay, you wanting knowledge. Right is what keeps you from God. Mm-hmm. And just back to the beginning, Eve wanting knowledge That's it. is what separated us from God. That's all she in wanted. The garden. Yeah. That's it. Bro. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. It's just it's just like you just said, it's the want to the the want to completely understand everything that led to why like if I don't understand the every step of the way and that can't settle. That's not enough for people. Mm-hmm. Like, no wonder you can't experience peace because it's just there. Yeah. They, 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 you know what I mean? Like, when God gives you peace, you you can be in that peace because peace surpasses all understanding. But here you are trying to figure out and you can't even you're experience it. it all out. You're trying to know it all. It says that, right? Peace surpasses all, all understanding, understanding. But here we are. I'm trying. I'm so stressed all the time. I'm so worked up all the time. Why, why, why do I have peace now? I must not be doing something. I must, I must have forgot something. And it's like, no, you can have the, you can have that peace because I can give that to you. You can experience yeah. that. So you trying to understand, get so caught up that you miss your peace. You miss oh. the opportunity that he gave you. Bro. You missed that. Let's you know what I mean? You go. get so caught up in it. You missed Come it. On, dog. That's good. That's a word, yeah. boy. Yeah, oh, I mean that's goodness. that's so. I think that's just so true. That's just everyone wants to know, and that's why you people are like, "Well, I don't believe in that because what I believe, I fully understand, I fully stand by." Well, and then it's like, "Well, what exactly do you believe? How in depth are mm-hmm. you willing to take your belief that's not God as your Savior, your Lord, your Savior? Mm-hmm. Your belief is that, okay? So they're like, "How far are you willing to take that?" Then you know, like it says, I always go back to creation. Yeah, I think. 
creation is something you can't ignore. You can't ignore creation um, in a way of, I always use them. I use uh, cookies, baking cookies. If I had flour, I had dough, I had milk. Not chocolate chip cookies, right? Because this is, this is going to, it's going to get good from here. So okay. if I'm baking cookies, so let's just say I set flour, I set dough, I set milk, I set whatever ingredients I need for cookies, but that's it. I just have them on the table. You can even take them out the bag, take them all out the bag, okay. all exposed. So you're telling me that in 100 million years, we can come back and there's going to be a cookie there. There's going to be a cookie from the, because that's what people are saying, how we, we just formed, right? Mm-hmm. We just formed from nothing, from energy, from energy. So your numbers. Yeah. I, some people, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. And, and even, and that even for people who think we came from apes, how, how did, how did the ape, how did the ape get there? Right. So we're talking about, I have flour, I have water, I have dough. And you're telling me that a cookie will just form in a hundred million years to the perfect, not only just a cookie, but a cookie has to be baked. A cookie has to be portioned. Mm-hmm. A cookie has to be thoroughly, you know, like instructions on, on how much of something and how little of something to make a cookie. I don't even know if you come back in a hundred years, it would be mixed together in a sloppy pile. You know, let yeah. alone a let alone a cookie. And so this is where the thing of the chocolate chips come from is the chocolate chips in a sense of a human is our brain and our heart. Mm-hmm. Complex organisms that people are still studying till this day. And so if you can't sit here and tell me that random ingredients for a cookie can form a cookie and then have chocolate chips appear in that cookie, you can't tell me that us humans are just here with a full functioning brain and full functioning heart. Yo. That the the complexity mm. of formation. Yes. Earth, humans, animals. Yes. All of it. It can't just be it, about. It there can. is there is something Louis Giglio talks about. You may have heard it. Yeah, yeah. Um it was on a podcast or or something a while back. I I forget exactly, but um laminin you ever heard of laminin? Mm-mm, go ahead. Story laminin. Go ahead. Okay. Laminins are essential for the function of the basement membrane as most null mutations are lethal. That's what, like, just okay. like Webster Dictionary, right. whatever. Okay. So, but just as, like, collagens, laminins are structural proteins with a helical region formed by hepatids. Right. Heptads or whatever. Okay. okay. Basically, it's the glue. Right. Dumb it down. It's the glue mm-hmm. that holds skin to us, that holds our blood vessels in, right. like everything, that holds everything together. Absolutely. Okay. They carry out a central role in organizing the complex interactions of the basement membrane. So it's one thing that organizes all things, mm-hmm. all the complexity mm-hmm. of the life. Okay. And it holds our bodies together, skins, organs, muscles, cells. Okay. But what does it look like? Looks like a cross. Is that the one that looks like a cross? <laughs> it looks like a cross. Bro, can you put that? You put that as our picture. <laughs> a cr- put, laminin? put that as the picture of when people see this podcast. Put that as that picture. Okay. All right. All right. Or it'll be in the show notes. One of yes, the two. Whatever. Whatever it is. But that that people need to see what we're talking yes, about. Yes, they do. And it, you'll be able to see it. But if you're like want to know more, just, just look it up. Type Let's, in laminin. Yeah. L a m i n i n. Yeah. Laminin. Anyways. So we talk about the complexity of everything. Like mm-hmm. there is a 
purpose of everything except the one thing I can't fully understand is appendix. I don't know what the appendix <laughs> does. You can live without it and be right. completely fine. Right, yeah, so yeah. that's the one yeah. thing I don't know I don't know about. But right. regardless, like that just shows there is so much more than that. We talk about evolution coming mm. from apes. Okay, if that were true, how come there aren't more people walking the earth from the apes? Where's the transition? There's still, still apes. Where are the where are the ape transitioning to humans because there are still apes? Yeah. Why apes. is there no transition? And why are there still apes? Yeah, the apes, they just grow <laughs> up. They get older. Then they die. Just like everything else in this world. It's, I mean, you would be, I mean, like what energy, like that, that I've, I've asked people that and they're like, we're, we're formed, we're formed from, from energy, from, from organisms. And then again, where are these coming from? Where, where is, where organisms uh, don't appear in thin air like it, it doesn't just happen there had to have been someone there putting it together con- like constructing it mm-hmm. in a way there's like some crazy stat where it's like if the earth was like i think a mile off or not i think it's even shorter like a couple feet off like moved as a whole yeah. from the sun we'd freeze to death and if it was moved it's it's I, perfect. It's like it's per, perfectly where we are. Mm-hmm. Exactly where we are is like to where it can keep the Earth rotating at perfect temperature for us to yep. have functioning life on it. That's why. Why is there not? You know, I mean, I haven't seen other planets, but like, and I mean, people also say that too. But like, life on other planets, like well, the moon, and yeah, exactly. There like isn't. he created galaxies. There's absolutely, only one world. Absolutely, there's not multiple universes. Right, like it's it's one. Right. And he created the galaxies, mm-hmm. the stars, the galaxies, all of it. And we may not be able to ever explore the other galaxies. Right. But we know that he created it all. Absolutely. Because of the word that was written by man. Mm-hmm. Sure, a man wrote it, but it was spirit and God inspired. Absolutely. So it's God breathed. It's a living word. The word never changes. You can't you can't turn around and say, uh, Oh, well, they, a lot of people try, but they right. try to turn around and be like, it was written by man. Oh, what a coincidence. Shut up. <laughs> I'll keep it simple. That is the dumbest thing I ever heard. I mean, not to be rude, but like, that's dumb. Right. It, it is God breathed. Mm. Like, the spirit wrote it using people. Right. It's just like, like us, like what we're doing. We're just recording a podcast. Right, absolutely. But like the spirit's going to move. Absolutely. And people are going to walk away with something. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm believing. But it, it doesn't mean that it's, it's invalid. Mm-hmm. Like people come, they're like, man, you changed my life. I'm like, no, I didn't. God did. Yeah. I, I did not. I did not change you. I did not. That's one thing. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've probably run into it and something I've run into as um, in the process of discipling others and just mm-hmm. being there as like a spiritual mentor. Um, I've gotten invited to my, my friend's baptism. He's like, you brought me out of the gutter. I was like, I promise I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I promise it wasn't me. Yeah. You know, I think it says in, in first Corinthians, Paul was like, are you not baptized in the name of Paul? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like I, at the end of the day, we can water as much as we want mm-hmm. as humans, but like we don't do the growing, yeah. you know, it's, I, it's, it's none of our, it's none of our doing. Instead of our doing, we plant seeds and that's awesome. But it's like, our obedience. Absolutely. It's our obedience. Absolutely. I had a gal that I baptized here at my church. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she grew up, she grew up with my sister, good friends. And 
so knew me from when I was young and like in my old life when I was wilding out, but like dead serious in her, like why she, in her thing as to why she wanted to be baptized. It said, she said, Ross. Oh, she put, who do you, who do you want to baptize you? She put Ross or she says pastor Ross. And then the why is he saved me. And I'm like, no, I didn't. So I had to have a whole like baptism meeting right. with her, right? which we do anyways. But I was like, hey, I want you to know. I don't want you to take the step if you think I saved you. Right. Like, it ain't me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I may have been on you about coming to church and getting here and, you know, getting involved, getting plugged in. But like, I, I didn't change yeah, your I did heart. Yeah, I did not save you. Spirit changed your heart. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just a, a vessel that he may use right. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. He may use as he wishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a, um, I had a friend. I, I knew him before preschool. We went to the same daycare, and he calls me today, and he's just he he's just being very authentic and vulnerable. Right. He, he's been married for a couple years now, and just had a daughter turn one, but daughter had no issues up until birth. There was issues at birth. Now she's got. Um, I mean, we'll call it a disability, um, right. injury really, okay. but that has affected her, her growth and other things. And, um, he's just like, and I'm gonna be honest, since I went to college, I've drifted from church, drifted from God, all this. And then I got married, had, had, had Hattie and, uh, had, had her, his daughter and I've just been angry. And he, he says, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm a POS. Right. Straight up. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm a POS. I'm like, okay, I'm just listening, letting him vent a little bit. He's like, I've just been angry, frustrated, just angry at God. Like, and it's just pushed me away a little bit more, but I need, I need more. Like I need to turn, like get back to him. Right. And, and I shared the, Hey, instead of asking why, you know, ask the, what do you want me to know? And I, I shared that with them. And then, I was like, by the way, all these things you said about yourself, they ain't true. Right. Like, those are words of death. Mm. The power of words. I was like, you may not recognize it or realize it, but there's power in words. Mm. Whether somebody says it to you or you say it to you, whatever it may be. Is that pro- Proverbs? Power life or, life or death in the tongue? Yeah. Right. Yep. And I'm like, you need to speak words of life. Mm. So, and I, I spoke words of life over them. Mm. We prayed and I said, hey, I don't, I don't, I was like, you knew me. You knew me before before Jesus. I was like, you think that you're worse off than I was? Right. Like, bro, you knew me. <laughs> like you knew it yes, all. You like, saw it front hand. Yeah. You think you think you think you're unredeemable because mm-hmm. of that? No. And there's people far off than I was. Right. And they're redeemable. Mm. And and I'm like just having this conversation and I'm like, hey man, I, I want you to know, like, I want he's 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 trying to find a church and said, oh, come to my church. Maybe a little bit of a drive, twenty twenty five minutes or so. Right. So, but come. I said, I'd love to have you. I said, but before that, if you want, if you want to do like a weekly call, a daily call, like whatever, like discipleship type thing, mm-hmm. I'm open to it. Like, I'll do it with you. I said, I know it's weird because. You may see me as who I was, 
but uh, God right. took a hold of that pen and changed it. He ba- he ripped all the pages out mm-hmm. and started a whole whole new book. Right now, those pages are still put away on a shelf, so I can pull them out to be like, boom, look at this. Right, you think you're, uh, you're unredeemable? Mm-hmm. I know when I'm. You know, 10 years down the road, people probably won't even, most people in my life probably won't even remember me for who I was. Right. But I'm going to be able to use that. We talk about stories. Mm. Well, we talk about our history. Right. Well, how do you spell history? Mm H-I-S-T-O-O-R-Y. And I'm going to throw in another S because it ain't going to work otherwise. Right. It's his story. Right. Right. So even our own testimonies, even our, our own stories aren't about us. Right. Everything we have, everything we've been through belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Everything in this world. So how are we going to look at it? Right. There are whatever situations we're facing right now. What's, what's, what's not to put you on the spot? What's something you're facing? So something I was facing even just for, I would say the two things that I have is even just for this podcast, like what I told you. I was like, because Ross asked me to become a co-host. And one thing I struggled with is like, I started up a devotional page on Instagram and I didn't post for a while because one thing I struggle with is I, I love getting the, uh, I love getting like, I love the congrats from people. I love the congrats. I love the dude, you're doing awesome. Like, I love the validation I get when people see me do stuff or when I post things and people come up to me and talk to me, I love that stuff. And for a while, that's what I was seeking is like, dude, I'm, I got to do this stuff because so if, if I seen so-and-so they, they got to tell me how good I'm doing. Cause that, that's what gets me going. That's what keeps me going. Is it just how good I'm, I'm doing. And, and <laughs> the crazy part is I was talking to my buddy Titus about this and he was like, y- you just have to go because we are reading, we read a lot about, we live about, read a lot about Paul and he was like, do you think Paul knew he was going to impact us when writing, you know, those letters to the churches, Corinthians, like just like just Paul writing in general, like we were just referring to the letters to the church. Yeah. We were just talking about Paul. I was like, do you think Paul knew how he was going to impact me and you? And I was like, no. And I I was like, no, I was like, it's the same way how you don't know you're going to impact others. So stop seeking for, um, he's like, stop seeking for the instant validation to, to assurance that you are doing something good. Like I don't need, I, I was looking for the assurance to know I was doing something good instead of just trusting that the seeds I was planting and me being obedient was not good enough in itself. I needed others. I needed yeah. the outside world to come in and, and tell me that's something I've been struggling with for a long time when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, this reminded me of something you said, instant. Like, like gratification, gratification or yeah, validation. Well, I was uh, a part of a teen, um, like a, like a youth, uh, conference. I was speaking at, uh, part of a breakout. I was leading a breakout and then also did a Q and a panel that I was on and it said, uh, it just came to me. People were like, Hey, did you prepare? I said, Nope. I'm just going to come in here. It was all about, it was all about like, basically like, what I wish I knew was the title. That was my breakout. Okay. So I was like, okay, what I wish I knew when I was their age. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot. <laughs> it's easy. I don't need I, yeah. uh, the notes have been building uh, up. Actually, I yeah. just don't physically have my life yet. is my notes. <laughs> right. Okay. And this just came upon me and 
It was instant satisfaction is not worth the potential loss of eternal satisfaction. Mm. And that reminded me of that. But I was thinking, like, we look to make an impact so quickly. Like, why are we in such a rush? Right. Like, what do we have to gain? Mm-hmm. We're not gaining anything. Right. The The people we're trying to reach maybe are. Mm-hmm. And sure, you could say there's a rush to that. Right. Because Jesus is coming back mm-hmm. in our lifetime is what I'm predicting. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> right. I, I may be wrong. Nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. Nobody just, knows. But I'm like, that's my thought. But Cam we, may we, have a different We thought. should prepare like he is. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? That's the thing. Exactly. Is like That's the thing is nobody knows. So we should prepare like he is. But go ahead. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. And I'm like, you say that. And I'm thinking to myself, because I've struggled with the same thing, bro. Like, yeah. I have. And I'm not even going to try to front. <laughs> like, yeah. I've struggled. I'm like, I feel like I'm not getting any traction. Right. Like, nothing's happening. I make posts. Yesterday and the day before, I made a couple posts, and I was like, "Oh, I was like these these will these will get big. these are about to blow. These will up. get big." And one was on exposing the hate. One was on exposing the flesh. Mm. Bro, the least amount of likes. Oh yeah, and I know why. Mm-hmm. Because I did it for my yeah. Glory. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah, y'all heard that <laughs> a pastor did it for their own glory, right? And he did, your the, a co-host of Feed the Sheep did it for his, his own, own glory. glory. Yep. And I'm like, why? Like, in my mind, I can ration it saying, I want it. I want to make it big. I want to be known. I want to be popular so that people will listen. Right. So I have a story to tell. Mm. I I want to reach as many people as I can. That's why I want it. But that doesn't even make sense. If he doesn't want it for me, I don't want it for me. Right. And I got to accept that. Mm-hmm. Literally, one of the things on my post on exposing the flesh was if he, the flesh will try to steal what the spirit doesn't want to give. Mm. And I catch myself making a post about that. That's literally in the post. And here I am trying yep. to steal something that wasn't meant for me. Right. And I'm not saying never, but at least right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not in that season. I don't need that. Right. But I, but I, but I did it for me. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, I mean, that's just me being authentic. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what this is. That That's what this is. So if you're a listener, you're, they're going to get on. You're listening. You're like, you some type of way. Listen, yeah. we are real. We are authentic. And most importantly, we are human. We are yep. human. I, uh, that's one thing I want to talk about is my youth pastor told me, he said, so my youth pastor, his dad, I think was a pastor. And he told me, he said, this is what my dad told me. He said, if you find the perfect church, let me know so I can stay as far away from that church as possible because I am not perfect and I don't want to yeah. ruin what they have going. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one thing is like, another thing is like, we put our voices out there and it, there's definitely a, a hitch with us saying like, I really hope this appeals to everyone. Cause I feel like what we're saying is so good. I feel like what God has given us is so good. I hope this appeals to everybody. But then again, we take out the factor that we are human and we are allowed to be human. And what we are saying to help is probably because we struggled with it a lot. <laughs> if yep. you hear me or see me talking about something I'm so strong and passionate, why do you think that is? <laughs> because I've, de- I've dealt with that myself. And so, yeah, I just think that, um, as people, what you were saying, 
we we search we want to people please we search for validation and i saw that happening just in my small one we started leading bible study me and my two buddies bart and mike we started leading bible study for the football team back at my old college and the room wasn't packed and i was so pissed oh sorry mm. sorry i can't i don't know i was so upset we're authentic i was yeah <laughs> i was what it is, i was bro. so i was so upset because i was like dude this room needs to be full like yeah. why is this room not full of people wanting to the word and what i was missing then again because here i am searching my my values my desire what i want yep. and it's funny how when i'm so caught up in what i want i miss what god has for me is there was people in there there was those five six kids in there i can name them all by name but they would hate me if i called them out right now yeah but those five six kids in there have opened their hearts up and have asked for bibles and have asked for guidance and Amen. what does this mean and what does that mean now i don't know if Amen. they would have done Come that on. if there would have been 25 Come people on. in that room Come on, somebody. But because there was five or six of them in there. Let's go. You know what I mean? They were ready. They were ready to lead. So there's a, there's just like, oh man, get out of your own desires, please. If you're, if you're looking. Expose the flesh. Yes. Yes. Get out of that. Get out of that. You you were talking about perfect church and I want to play this clip. Yeah, go ahead. That I showed, I sent it to you. Yeah. I showed it to you. That's all. But comparing basically church to the gym. Church to the gym. That's so, I was thinking, Here I was just go. thinking about something to add. Go ahead and play. I got some that after. Yeah, I'm done with the church. There are just a bunch of hypocrites there. Okay, that's not as smart as you think that sounds. That'd be like me saying, went to the gym the other day. Would you believe it? I saw some people there that were totally out of shape. I'm not going to the gym anymore. I mean, that place is all about fitness. And yet people come jiggling in there. Those hypocrites! Or maybe that's why that place exists. Maybe the church exists for hypocrites. Not to sustain it, but so the Lord can change us. I've noticed going going to the gym, there's some people in there, they are fit, solid. And there are other people that are on the extreme other end of the scale. This is kind of like church. Some people walk in close with the Lord and have been for a long time, and someone else is just rolling in. Who's it for? It's for both. Yeah. Have you ever heard this? That's good. That is so good. I remember you played that in the car, man, a couple days ago. I just reminded me. I was like, they're going to say it way better than I will. I need to just play it. Right. It's just something so deep about how real, how, like, real, like, how good that analogy was. Mm -hmm. one thing I've realized is is that people sometimes I thought for a while because all the people who would get uh, like gratification or all the people who would get is people would see their progress. Like when people see your progress, they're impressed. But like I remember my buddy, my buddy, he got into lifting. I haven't seen him in like two years. And I was like, dude, like you look good. What are you doing? Like, please tell me what it is. What are you eating? What are you what lifts are you doing? But I'm trying to get like you. And the thing is that people notice that about people's personality and spirit. Yeah, bro. People notice that not, uh, I'm, I'm talking above physical attraction. Yes. I'm talking, if you ran into some of your buddies who you haven't seen since college and they saw you right now, they'd be like, bro, what are you, what are you doing? You know, what, how did you get like that? What, what are you doing to get like that? Or, or they yes. just, they, they see it, they see it in a way they, in the way they envy it. They're like, Dude, I'm trying to get like that because I've been struggling. Me, when I saw my buddy, I'm like, dude, I I lift all the time yes. and I don't look like that. And that is something 
<laughs> oh, you want to know what every single person who goes to the gym and looks really good says? Discipline. That's it. That's it. That's that's exactly that's exactly because they they've all whether whether they posted every step of the way about it whether they yeah. are worked in silence you know what I mean as it, as it, as it tells us to do in the Bible to go in the room and pray by ourselves like as that but I'm telling you, what people see in physical attributes they we're humans and the way God designed us we're meant to 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 under like see each other and mm-hmm. you know expression yep. and emotions and vibes and and the spirit that they're giving off like if people if you saw someone if I saw someone I was like dude in high school they were oh my gosh, depressed, doing this and that. And I see them smiling new life into them just from their physic, just from, well, what they're displaying on their face and the spirit that they bring by is, I might not, you yeah. know, the same the same way you could compare and contrast physical attributes with the gym, spiritual attributes as well. Yeah. And you're like, dude, how do you get like that? And I've had more of those. I've had more of, dude, how are you so happy? Like, Cam, how uh, are you so happy, dude? And that is a perfect way to lead into a gospel God. Yes, bro. You must not know. Who my God, God is. is. Hey, y'all. This is we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh who knows? These these episodes may be long. They may be short. We don't know. But we're gonna allow the spirit to lead. Yeah. And we're just gonna talk through it. And uh we'll have a different intro, definitely, next time. <laughs> uh, Work with us here on the intro. We're winging it. Super here. authentic. <laughs> if you haven't heard that from the thirty times we've said that. Super authentic. Well, that's what it is. I mean, I talk feed the sheep. Most of you who have already listened, you know what feed the sheep, where it comes from. Um, but but we're gonna be feeding y'all authenticity. Mm-hmm. And through that, you're gonna realize you're not alone. Mm. Like we we probably dealt with what you're dealing with. And maybe not, but we may have some people come on as guests mm-hmm. who have. And we don't know. There's no telling where this feed we the sheep We don't know where go. we're going. No but we're going to continue <laughs> to feed the sheep. Thank you for listening to Feed the Sheep this week. May the spirit be within you. May it be upon you to embolden you in your faith. To go out and advance the gospel. To build the kingdom and bless the world.